God wants to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God Himself has, is the life that makes Him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God. another opportunity to fellowship with the brethren to fellowship with the Spirit of God thank you Lord there's none like you you're the Alpha and the Omega by you were all things created through you and for you we bless you we worship you Right now our hearts are open to receive the truth, to receive the word of God. And we receive it with gladness and meekness and faith and without offense in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Welcome to church. A rather few today. How many of you invited someone for service? Invited someone for service. Let me see your hands. Where are they? Huh? Where are they? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. See, I've got the word in my spirit. It's working in my spirit. Effectually. Effectually working. Amen. Amen. Last week we started something on healing and deliverance in the New Testament. Amen. And we started uh, trying to understand what God's provision what's God's provision for healing and deliverance in the New Testament. Is there provision? Is there provision for healing? Praise the Lord. And we saw that there was provision. Amen. We saw that there was provision. He said, Blessed be God. He said, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Psalm 103. Uh, Psalm 103 from that verse 1. 
Psalm 103. He says, Bless me the Lord. Bless the Lord of my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. He says, Bless the Lord of my soul and forget not all his benefits. Hallelujah. Forget not all his benefits. Praise the Lord. Is it who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Amen. Who healeth all thy disease? Hallelujah. What else does it say? Who supplies you with loving kindness? How does it say? Who satisfies the mouth with good things, so that your youth, okay, that's wrong, who redeemed thy life from destruction, amen, who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, hallelujah, so there's provision, amen, there's provision, I said this is a prophetic psalm by, uh, by David, and it's important. It says, forget not his benefit. Forget. That means it's possible to forget. It's possible to forget that he forgiveth all iniquities. Amen. It's possible to forget. There are some Christians, they've been asking God to forgive them, to forgive them for a long time. Oh God, oh God. Every now and then they cry, oh God, forgive me. Maybe they did something wrong. You see, maybe they were walking and of righteousness then they committed a sin and now they can't even forgive themselves oh god anytime they think about it oh oh god forgive me praise the lord they are praying praying oh god forgive me forgive i'm sorry god you see they have repented But they've not received forgiveness. Praise the Lord. They don't still believe He has forgiven them. Hallelujah. And there's some that understand that God forgives our iniquities. They are acquainted with the blessing. They are acquainted. They are acquainted with the with the, the work of Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ has taken care of all saints. Amen. They are acquainted with it, but they don't understand that there's healing also, that He healed our diseases also. Amen. That Jesus Christ didn't just die for our sins, His body was broken for us. Hallelujah. It says, By whose stripes, read Isaiah last week, it says, By whose stripes ye were healed. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. This is a chastisement of our peace was upon him. Amen. By whose stripes you are healed? Then Peter, Peter says, You were healed. Amen. Hallelujah. This is by whose stripes you were healed. Because it's a done deal now. Amen. Is a done deal. 
uh, let's go to First John. First uh, John chapter one. First John chapter one, verse one. Are you there? All right. This is John, the beloved. Is it that which we? Okay. Is it that which was from the beginning, which we have heard? which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life amen next verse it is for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the father and was manifested unto us amen who is he talking about What's he talking about? It's talking about Jesus. Amen. Remember in that John, it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of all men. Amen. Hallelujah. This thing is real. Hallelujah. This thing is real. Is it that which was from the beginning? He says, We have seen it with our eyes. He says, This thing we are preaching, we have seen it. He says, It's not a fairy tale. He's trying to convince the people. He says, we have seen these things. We have touched these things. We have handled these things with our, with our, with, with our hands. With, with, in other words, we have it now. We saw it. It was manifested. We received it. Amen. Hallelujah. Christianity is not some religion. You know, it's not a nice saying. It's real. Glory to God. Amen. Let's go to Acts. Let me show you something there. Acts chapter 9, verse, verse 33. Acts chapter 9. Praise God. You see, there was an Old Testament. Amen. And there is a New Testament. A testament, uh, the modern way I can explain it is like a contract. Amen. Because when we say uh, testament, a lot of us in this generation don't really understand what, uh, because we don't use that terms. We don't use that term nowadays in our present day uh, English. But in business, we use a term called contract. Amen. A contract. When somebody is in a contract with another company or with another person. Amen. You're familiar with that word. Hallelujah. A contract. If you attended TMS, uh, I've taught you this on TMS, right? So, a contract. Now, imagine, like, imagine, let me use a company like, uh, imagine a company like Shell. Shell. Okay, let's use uh, uh, Shell has bad record. 
in Delta. Okay, so I had a chase them out of Delta. I say, okay, let's use Hashira. Uh, let's use Total, right? Okay. Imagine Total comes to a community and makes a contract with the the leaders of the community and said we're going to provide allowance for all your children you know free education you know we're going to give them scholarship you know if you give us the land so that we can do our business and i'm just i'm giving you an example okay imagine that's the way it is and they say okay and they sign a legal contract amen an agreement a contract a testament amen a covenant they agree and total is going to give them this benefits because the community has given them a space because there's oil in their community and they've given them access to it amen now if somebody in the community some of the children maybe after some years somebody comes a member of the community is ignorant amen of that benefit amen is in all that benefit and he's thinking of how to raise money for their children you know but there's a promise already there's a benefit available that free education scholarship even to masters but this guy is ignorant he is not aware that there was a contract amen he came into the community or rather was born in the community after a lot of, a lot of years and his parents didn't tell him about the, 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 the contract and now he's grown up he's looking at other people experiencing you know but he's thinking about how to raise money for that benefit praise the Lord not knowing that there's a free there's a free blessing hallelujah that's just the way it is amen you see Jesus has made a covenant he has he says this is the this is the when he took the cup and he said this is my blood this is the New Testament in my blood which is shed for many amen this is what is shared for many and he has made provision for healing hallelujah he has made provisions for deliverance for healing of everyone that becomes a partaker of his body amen amen hallelujah he has done that but there's still so many of us that don't yet know about it they don't know about the benefits of healing they just forget all these benefits hallelujah amen are you still here many people are ignorant the inner of the blessing of healing the inner of the blessing of, of, of deliverance the blessing of, of the atonement of Jesus hallelujah many of us are ignorant of it and we suffer 
and suffer and try to do things our way or the ways of man when we find ourselves in such situation amen hallelujah uh, if you study the Bible see the Bible we're using today is the same thing they used you know it's what I mean is the same thing I mean it's the same gospel amen it's the same gospel uh, I said open to Acts chapter 9 right verse 33 now Peter was moving around he was visiting the brethren amen have I visited you before I many of you have visited you okay I'll soon visit you and then he found a certain man named Anias which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy no, it was, he, he was paralyzed couldn't work amen was sick of the palsy eight years he received the gospel while he was on his sick bed and he was still sick amen he was still sick all right so Peter is visiting the brethren he's getting to know people you know he's an apostle so he has time to you know go around next and Peter said to him Ananias what does he say read one to go Amen. It is in us. He found a guy on the bed. He says, a believer? Yeah. I say, yes, yes. He has said, this guy's. He's still on the bed. He says, in us. He didn't pray. He didn't say, like he prayed in the beautiful gate, in the name of Jesus Christ. When he saw that guy, the same situation. That guy was not a believer. You see? So he said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And help the guy up. That was at the beautiful gate. But this guy was a believer. He had received. He was a partaker of the covenant. Amen. He was a partaker of the contract. You understand what I'm saying? It's just like it's like you see that guy in that community, and he's thinking of how to. He said, "My children, I'm, you know, I need money to take them to school." And like, what are you talking about? But, Total gives you scholarship. You understand? Come on, what's wrong with you? Total gives your children scholarship. Come on, go and you know. So the same thing. He said to him, Hey nice, Jesus Christ make a deal. Get up. It wasn't a prayer. And he nice. Is he really? I didn't know. And he got up from that palsy. Amen. And made his bed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is Jesus Christ make it the whole. In other words, it was part of it. Just like Jesus Christ forgiveth your iniquities. He, he washes your sins away. Hallelujah. He also make it the whole. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is it. He, he preached the gospel to the man. He didn't even pray. He didn't even pray. And the man got up hallelujah praise the Lord so there's benefits there's benefits I, I was trying to show you something last week I said Satan uh, is uh, 
I said, when man fell, when man fell, he said, I'm coming this in two directions, okay? When man fell, I told you last week that he became subject to Satan. He lost the glory. Amen. He lost the glory. He lost the authority that God gave him over the world to have dominion. Then Satan and his cohorts started oppressing man. Amen. He started oppressing man. Because man has lost his place. Amen. It's like you were the prefect in class and you command people, oh, you sit down there, you sit down there. Then one day they remove you from being the prefect. <laughs> and those people you were punishing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. They start dealing with you. And say you are no longer no authority to do anything to them. Praise God. So in Psalm 103, in that verse, um, Verse 6. It says, The Lord executes Psalm 103. Verse 6. It says, The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Amen. It says, Righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Hallelujah. So the Lord comes into the situation. And now he's, he's exercising judgment. The devil oppressed man. And now it's time. And Jesus said, now, now is the judgment. Let's go there again. Uh, that would be um, St. John's Gospel, chapter 12. St. John's Gospel, chapter 12. Let's start higher today. Amen. Verse 31, right? Okay, let's take that verse. St. John's Gospel, chapter 12, verse 31. Amen. And Jesus said, Now is the judgment of this world. Hallelujah. Now. Now is the judgment. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. I told you because now he was going to the cross amen you see when he ministered I told you he ministered only to Israel amen he ministered only to Israel he didn't preach to the Gentiles he didn't heal the Gentiles he could not heal them because he was not sent to them and whenever they come to meet him he will not want to heal them he won't want to tell them anything because he was not sent to them yet they were still a part of the world amen it was not yet their time amen it was not yet that time but when it became time when he was going to the cross he said now 
Hallelujah. Now is the judgment. Amen. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's go to John 16. John chapter 16. From verse... From verse 5. John chapter 16. From verse 5. Are you there? Alright. But now I go my way to him that sent me. And none of you ask me, Whither goeth thou? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I was sending unto you. Amen. It is, I'm, I'm going. It is, I'm going. And you, you know, he told them he was going and they started feeling bad. Say, why, why? And he tells them it's to your advantage. It's just to your profit that I go. If I don't go, the comforter won't come. Who's the comforter? The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He says, but if I depart, I'll send him unto you. Amen. And when he is come, he says, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. Amen. This is what the Spirit of God is going to do in our lives. Amen. It is the Spirit of God. This is one of His ministry in us. To reprove the world. To reprove the world. It is of sin because they believe not in me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father. It is of judgment. It is because the prince of this world is judged. Hallelujah. In other words, today is the day that the psalmist prophesied about when he says he executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. It has begun. The judgment of the devil has begun. Amen. His judgment has begun. Hallelujah. Amen. Now he has given us a tool to fight back. Hallelujah. He has given us something to fight back. Imagine your class teacher comes and says, Oh, those terrible guys have been oppressing you. Now, he gives you something to defend yourself. He's giving you something to fight back. Then it goes again. Hallelujah. So don't let the enemy keep oppressing you. Amen. No, don't let the enemy keep oppressing you. Hallelujah. There's healing. There's deliverance. You know, we use the word deliverance. Uh, deliverance is a very general term. Amen. Healing is even deliverance. Praise God. So it's a general term. Hallelujah. Well, primarily when we say deliverance, we're talking about demon uh, ex expectation. Amen. Casting out, uh, expelling demons. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Let's go to uh, 
Romans chapter 8. It says, When the Spirit comes, He will reprove the world. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Let's start from verse 10. It says, It will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter, all right. It says, But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, remember? That's the comfort, all right? That's the comfort, all right? Okay. It says, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by a Spirit that dwell in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead? The spirit that raised up, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he will also quicken. The word quicken means to give life. Amen. It means to give life to your mortal bodies. In other words, if you were suffering death, if there was death in your body, death refers to sickness, refers to disease, it refers to demonic oppression, if there was a death in your life, he said the spirit that raised up Jesus, he says he will also quicken by his spirit. Amen. He that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead will also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit. This is the judgment, hallelujah, of that oppression of that oppression that oppression of sickness that oppression of demon spirits amen. amen the spirit of god in you hallelujah the spirit of god the spirit of god will bring an end to it the holy spirit amen, amen. hallelujah amen. glory to god so you find something in your body Hey, come on. The Spirit of God. Have you received the Spirit of God? Have you? The Spirit of God is in you. Hey, come on. The Spirit of God can give life to that thing. Amen. If there's a part of your body that's experiencing death. Oh, there's this death in this part of your body. The Spirit of God can give it life. Amen. Yes. It's part of the ministry of the Spirit. It's part of the benefits. Amen. It's part of the benefits of salvation. He says, Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? He says to us, Jesus Christ makes you whole. He makes you whole. He is done it already. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So just like the blood of Jesus is right there. Okay, I'll get to that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. I said the blood of Jesus is in heaven. You understand? The blood of Jesus is not on earth. The blood of Jesus is in heaven. The Bible says that when Jesus Christ was risen from the dead, he took that blood and went to heaven. Amen. And he presented his blood to the mercy seat in heaven. Amen. So, in Jesus Christ's body now, there's no blood. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There's no blood in His body. Alright. You see, when we, when we resurrect, 
at the last day, we're not, there's not going to be blood in our body anymore. We won't be living by blood. You know, right now we're living by blood. But then, we'll be living by the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. So, that blood is there. And when we do something wrong, when, when a sinner receives Jesus Christ, when he confesses Jesus Christ as the Lord of his life, that blood ministers for him. Amen. That blood in the throne room of God ministers unto him and washes him clean. Amen. Taking all his sins away. And when we that are Christians, if we do anything wrong and we go to the Father, it says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. Amen. Because there's a propitiation, there's a provision for atonement. Amen. There's a provision for forgiveness. So as we confess our sins to God and we receive forgiveness by faith, that blood ministers for us. Amen. And washes us again. Amen. The same thing. The Bible says the hands of Jesus, he has the old, the Roman nails. He says, we're going to see his hand. There's going to be an old in the Lord's hand. Amen. Hallelujah. For an everlasting testimony. Amen. The Bible says by his stripes we were healed. So as long as those stripes are there in his body. When you feel something in your body. Amen. What do you do? I know people like to go to paracetamol. <laughs> hey, here's the paracetamol. Chemist, chemist, robbers. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, where's this panadol? Oh, I'm feeling cold. Same dream, same dream. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm not against medicine. <laughs> Amen. I'm not against medicine. I love medicine. <laughs> Are you laughing? <laughs> I love medicine. Before I found truth. <laughs> I think medicine is good. Okay, seriously, I'm not against medicine. I think medicine is wonderful. But you see, I think it's important that we go to the Word first. Amen. Amen. I think it's important that we go to the Word first for, for what the Word has provided for us. That's the way God wants us to function. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to learn it. We need to beat ourselves to go to the Word first. Amen. And it's a conscious effort on your part. It's a conscious effort on your part. It's something you desire. You desire. You say, okay, I want to, I want to receive healing without medicine today. I want to get healed. God said by his stripes, so, yeah, the Spirit of God is in me. I can, I can receive life. From this, I can receive healing from the Spirit of God in me. It's something you desire. If you don't desire it, you're not getting it. Amen. Hallelujah. If drugs is always, if medicine is always your first resort, you know, you may never experience the benefits. Praise the Lord. Amen. God wants us to stick to the Word first. Amen. I used to take medicine. Oh yes, I used to take medicine. Uh, I was very good. 
really doing taking medicine. I was so good. In my house, there's anybody in my house and you have to take medicine more. I think I was better than the rest. Ask my mom. <laughs> I was better than the rest. Oh yes, chloroquine, I know all those things. Those, I knew the, my mom knew the drugs. Azua. <laughs> when the fever does me, they take me to the hospital and give me injection. Phew. Three days injection, morning and evening. <laughs> Did you see to that? I don't know. Did you that? <laughs> Praise the Lord. But you see, I said it begins with a strong desire. Amen. I said, as I studied God's word, I saw that Jesus Christ makes me whole. I saw it. I believed it. I said, I want to experience it. You see, I got interested in it. This was in 2004. 2004, I got interested. I said, I can get healed. I can, I can get my healing. So, I said, okay. So the next time sickness attacked my body, I said, ah, I'm going to speak the word. Amen. I'm going to speak the word. I spoke the word. Spoke the word. Wasn't easy. Spoke the word. And I got results. I said, whoa. I'm feeling better. After some time, I felt better. So I said, this is good. I got healed. Jesus Christ heals me. Amen. Jesus Christ heals me. So I started training my faith. Amen. I started training my faith. I started getting more courageous. Amen. When another thing attacked me, headache attacked me. Oh, I would lay hands on my head and say, Healed in the name of Jesus. By his chops, I was healed. I command this again to go. I'll speak the word. I'll speak the word. You know, every now and then I feel it. I'll speak the word again. <laughs> Amen. You see, the Bible doesn't tell us it won't attack us. Amen. It says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. Amen. The problem is that they taught us before that it won't happen to us. So we thought it won't happen. And when it didn't attack us, we got, we got confused. Amen. We got confused. You say, why is this happening to me? We got scared. How come but the word says, the word says, but the word says, this thing will not hurt me. Why is this thing? Why is this thing? Amen. He says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Amen. That's what the word says also. He says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. We miss one verse. <laughs> Amen. But when you understand, yes, even though something tries to attack your body, there's life inside. Amen. You see, we have eternal life inside. And we have the Spirit of God inside. No sickness can successfully stay in your body. No sickness. I'm telling you. No sickness. When you understand these things, No sickness. Doesn't matter what it's called. Doesn't matter. 
Learn to stick to the word. Amen. You say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive healing of this pain. I receive healing of this disease in my body. I receive healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. And you use the name of Jesus. You say, in the name of Jesus Christ, be healed. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you need to understand the weapons. I, I want to say this. You need to understand the weapons that we have. The Bible says the word of God is the sword of the spirit. Amen. Amen. The word of God. That means saying the same thing that is consistent. He says he had said, remember I told, in the beginning of the year we had a message called, is he have to prophesy? How to prophesy, right? Or fulfilling prophecy. He had said so that we might boldly say. Amen. So that we might boldly say. He had said. So saying the same thing that is uh, consistent with what God said. That's the word of God. Amen. That's the word of God. He has said so that we might boldly say. When you're saying something that is consistent with the word. It's a confession of faith. It's a declaration of prophecy. Hallelujah. And as you speak those words. The spirit of God. You are releasing the ability of the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. So he says the word of God. I said you need to understand the weapons we have. That's why you need to know the word. Amen. Amen. The word of God is the son of the spirit. You need to know the word. Amen. You need to know what the word of God talks about your situation. Hallelujah. You need to know God's word for yourself. I think the simplest thing in the world is to hear yourself. Praise God. It is the simplest thing in the world. Simplest. I, I was in the man of God. He said otherwise, but I think it's easy. I think it's simpler. Praise God. Amen. To, to hear yourself. Recover yourself. Jesus Christ said they shall lie on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. So I said, you need to understand what saying the right things is important. Amen. That's the fastest way to release the, the ability of the Spirit. So you need to know the word. What does the word of God say about healing? What does the word of God say about demonic oppression? What does the word of God say? You know, okay. So, uh, in some circles, they say things like, a Christian cannot be uh, demon-possessed or oppressed. <laughs> um, they say things like that. And, uh, okay, so, some say, oh, uh, a Christian may be oppressed but cannot be possessed they say possession is when you know the christian is now lunatic you know they say things like that well i don't really care about those terms <laughs> what i understand is whether he's possessed or oppressed <laughs> amen is to cast the devil out praise god Amen. That's, that's, that's the important thing. It doesn't matter whether it's inside or beside or on top. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Praise God. The most important thing is that we exercise authority. We get the devil out. Wherever way is oppressing the child of God. Amen. Because demons oppress the children of God. Everywhere. Hallelujah. Just the way 
just just the way you know some people say things like the spirit of God is inside the person. Where is the demon? How did how the demon? <laughs> Praise God. I say, how would the demon now be in the person also? Well, what I understand is that demon spirits can oppress people, Christians, even if they have the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. That's why you see, you need to learn this. This is that's why I'm teaching you these things. Amen. That's why Bible says that we should be no longer children. Amen. No longer children. Any small thing you get scared. Hey, 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 they came to press me. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know. Bible says we should be no longer children. Hallelujah. To be scared of demons. No, 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 no. It says in John, it says, I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven. It says, I write to you, young men. It says, because you are strong and you have overcome the wicked one. Amen. Amen. It's time for us to become young men. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. When you're not tossed. And I said, it begins with a strong desire. You want to get out of this dependent, depending on external, external source for your healing. Amen. Let the healing come from inside. You see, because eternal life is inside. Amen. Let the healing come from inside. The Spirit of God is inside. He said the Spirit will give life to your mortal bodies. From inside. The Spirit in you. Hallelujah. It's something you've got to desire. You've got to start with little things first. Amen. Amen. Start with headaches. Start with, you know, small, small things. Don't just jump to big one. <laughs> Praise God. Start with small things. Maybe before, anytime you just feel small pain. Ah, have the pain. Ah! Panadol. <laughs> Paracetamol, please. They say, no, no, no. Pastor says we should follow the word first. Amen. The word first. It's okay. There's provision for healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I receive healing of this pain. I receive healing of this headache right now in Jesus' name. Thank you. See, once you say it, you forget about it. Don't try to think it. Forget about it. So go. Amen. After a while, you remember. Oh, I was having a headache. <laughs> the headache is gone. Hallelujah. My faith is working. My faith is working. Hallelujah. You're getting more courageous. Amen. Now, if it's headache, you know how to deal with headaches. Headache is just a small thing. You don't take medicine for headache anymore. You say, I'm, I'm bigger than headache now. I'm, I'm bigger. I'm bigger now. Praise God. There is malaria. Malaria attack your body. Hey, me before. Oh, malaria medicine. He said, no, let me use the word first. Amen. Let's, let's prove the word of God. Let's prove the word. Hallelujah. The word can do this. Amen. The word can do this. And you start speaking the word. I command this malaria to die. Amen. I command this malaria to die. Speak, keep speaking the word. I didn't tell you if you speak it once, it will change. No. Amen. Keep speaking it. The more you speak it, it says the word of God is the sword of the spirit. Amen. Every time you speak that thing, 
There's something on the inside. Something is a shaking. You understand? It's a shaking. Hallelujah. Anytime you, anytime you say something, any, not just anything, anytime you speak the word of God with faith, hallelujah. No, you can say it and you're not speaking it with faith. You can say something, you're not speaking it with confidence or courage. That's not going to work. Amen. You've got to say it with courage. Hallelujah. I'll just be strong and courageous. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Hallelujah. You're going to learn to say it with courage. Hallelujah. So yes, you take out that thing. I can't remember the last time I took drugs. Maybe, uh, maybe 10 years ago. 10 years ago. 10 years ago they about. You see? Ten, nine years ago, they're about. I think nine years ago. Since then, anything I'm not gonna tell I, I do fall sick, yeah. Does do I fall sick? Very rarely, though. But anytime something comes to my body, I know how to deal with it. I use the word first, and the word always works. Amen. The word always works. If I use the word and I don't get healed, hey come on, I'll go to medicine. I don't have a problem with going to medicine. Amen. I'm not against medicine. If I try, if I try the word, I give the word time, and I see, I think I don't have time. I have to go. I go to medicine. It's not the same to go to medicine. It's not wrong. God provided medicine for us. Amen. He gave us the wisdom. Hallelujah. But go to the word first. Amen. Go to the word first so that you can become more courageous in this thing. Amen. Amen. Go to the word first. I remember one time I, I'd beaten malaria. I was stronger than malaria. I was 2006, right? 100 level, right? Yeah. I just finished 100 level and I was attacked by a terrible cough. Okay, I said. Let me use the word, right? I spoke the word. Kept speaking the word. The cough got louder. <laughs> it got louder. It got so loud, my mom got scared. And she would shout on me. You know, I said, don't worry, I'll handle it. Then, the cough got worse. These were days and weeks counting. It got worse because I started choking. Uh, like cough, it takes my breath for some seconds. And you know, the, to the toilet is close to my mom's room. <laughs> so uh, uh, when I'm, <sighs> she would come out to like, whew, shout on me and all those things. I was embarrassed. My faith was embarrassed. I'm a preacher of divine health. Praise God. So I told God, I said, What is this? So I gave me some more days. I told you the story before. I gave me some more days and I said, I'm going to pray. I prayed and prayed. I said, If I don't get better, because it started taking my breath. 
started blocking my sofa dust. And after the appointed time, I said, okay, it's time to go to medicine. <laughs> so I went to medicine. I think my mom took me somewhere. I can't remember. And they gave me some drugs. I started feeling better. Amen. And after some days, it left. Wow. This was the first thing to beat me. The first thing to beat me since 2004. This was 2006. I said I was embarrassed. You see, the funny thing about it is that I was supposed to preach on it because the cough was so bad that when it starts, it's not just one cough. <laughs> it lasts like for, anytime I cough, I have to cough like 10 times. <laughs> you know, it's like continuous and loud, embarrassing for in some way. So I started staying inside the house. You know, I didn't want to be going out. And I was supposed to preach for children ministry in United Baptist Church. And I was appointed to preach for them in their children's day, their children's program, children's week. And my friend, Brother Oiz, was he was alarmed because he saw me, he came to see me in the house and saw that I was not okay. To him, I can't be coughing when I'm preaching. It would be very embarrassing. Because the cough was not one cough. It would, I will cough like 10 times anytime I cough. <laughs> Praise God. I said, I want to do it. I said, Lord, I'm going to do this. I don't want to cough. Guess what? I preached for about 45 minutes. I did not cough. I didn't cough. When I was coming out from there, I started coughing. <laughs> I said, thank you. He gave me, he gave me 45 minutes. Wow. Praise God. Because my mom was watching me. She was watching me, you know, she knew that it doesn't take 20, every 20 minutes I must cough. It's not possible. It was that bad. It was that bad. Amen. So anyway, after the time I said I went to medicine, I got, I got better. But I was angry. I said, why couldn't I fix this issue? Amen. Why? Amen. I said you go to the word first, right? When you go to the word first, if you have time, keep using the word. Amen. Keep using the word. Then if the matter becomes <laughs> too much, you leave to fight another day. Amen. And you go and seek help. Amen. But that help has to be a good one. Praise God. So, I started studying the word again. I started studying the word again. Why? Why? After some years, the, the cough attacked again. I said, you, <laughs> you, I'm ready for you now. This was not when I was, you know, I, I, was, I was more courageous this time. So, I, I deal it. I don't need any medicine. I've dominated that spirit or that virus, whatever. Of course, same time I'm attacked with that thing, I just, I, I speak the word. I keep speaking the word. Every day, every day. Every day. I keep speaking the word. You feel it? Ah. Heal in the name of Jesus. I put my hands on my heal in the name of Jesus. I lay hands on myself. Praise God. I said, I got life in me. I got life in me. Amen. 
Then I defeated cough. So anytime cough attacks me, I just know. My embarrass me a little, but I don't deal with it. Amen. Then another thing attacked me. Let me tell you this one first. Final year, this is 2010. I'd finished exam, finished final year paper. We're doing our projects. So everybody was with their laptop. Me and my, at this time I had gone home. I had gone home. I was here, you know, in engineering, DO4. Small class there upstairs. Me and my friends, everybody was working, project things. From nowhere, I was, from nowhere, I was struck with cold. From nowhere. Have you ever had, you know when you have cold and your teeth is, you know, have you ever felt that? <laughs> From nowhere, I wasn't exposed. I was like, what's this? I was shivering. From nowhere, it was too fast. <laughs> it's like one thing on your shot, one arrow. I say, you, 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 you are doing too much. <laughs> Praise God. This is wrestling not against flesh and blood, you understand? They will attack you. They will. But you know what? You have the victory over them. You have the power to overcome. Amen. I said, no, no, no. It was too bad. I was feeling aches, and it came. I said, it was, it was too sudden. I've never fallen sick that fast before. It was like, you know, like this. Somebody's jumping this moment, and the next second. So, wow, my friends, Brother Vince, and uh, you know Brother Vince, Brother Oba, like, ah, gee, what's up? You know, okay. I said, I gotta go home. I, I didn't, I, said, I wanted to go home, you understand? Because when I face situation, I go home, hallelujah. I, I shut my door and, you know, do my thing, amen. I said, I gotta go home. Let me go and handle this thing at home. So they helped me up. And when they took me downstairs, I was, I couldn't really walk. Uh, yeah. So I think one of them bought mods for me. And, you know, they say take mods, you know, or Sprite, something. As I drank it, I drank it. This was in front of everybody. I vomited. <sighs> As I took it in, whoa, everybody was shocked. You people selling, you know, they're like, ha, ah, this guy, what's wrong with this guy? Had to sit on the floor. I was like, what is this embarrassment? I said, devil, I'll kill you. That's what I was saying, I'll kill this devil. I'm, let me just go, I'll kill this devil. <laughs> Praise God. And I said, ah, my friends, I said, ah, well, you can't walk to Mengate, you know. So they had to get a taxi, a cab, and it took me to the gates. So I said, let me go home. Uh, so you need to go home. I said, yeah. I was with the boss. I was speaking the word. I got life in me. In my small voice, I got life in me. I got life in me. So by the time we got to the main gates, I was feeling better. So I said, no, don't worry. Don't worry. Go back. I'll, I'll be okay. 
I said, don't worry. I told my guys, I said, don't worry, guys. I I'll be okay. I'll just take a bus home. Yeah, just one bus. You know, they just dropped me at my junction. I just walk. So I got upstairs, fed on the bed, and I started praying. Hallelujah. I started commanding. I said, I, I said, die. You speak, die. I started speaking the word. I started speaking the word. I started speaking the word. And I fell asleep. There was nobody at home. I woke up some hours later and it was gone. Just like that. It was gone. Like a thief in the night. You understand? He says the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It was gone. I said, I said, praise Jesus. I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Giving me victory over that devil. Amen. I knew it was a devil. Hallelujah. I knew it was a devil. I was okay. Amen. So that's the way I am. When everything ending comes to my body, I kill it. I kill it. And that's the way God wants us to be. Can I tell you one more? Let me tell you one more. <laughs> one time, I think it was a Sunday, I can't remember. I came back from church. Towards the evening, I saw something on my body. My body became full of boils. You know? From my <laughs> painful, like, Leprosy or something, boy, as in boy, you know, pains. It was like heat was inside my, like it was a fire under my skin. You understand? Oh, I was shouting in pain. Ah, you see, I kept speaking the word. I said, in the name of, I said, ah, I tried to speak the word. I tried to speak the word. It, I, I was I was scared the first time it happened to me I was scared and I had to I had to go because the next day I still had some in my body I woke up it was still there my body I said dear God what's this so my mom she took me to somewhere I think a medicine or nurse beside our house and uh, that was the first time I think that was the first time they gave me Drip, uh, is it drip? I put an injection in my hands, you know, to take blood, something like that. And I was looking at it, I've never seen it in my life before. I looked at these people, what they're doing to me. <laughs> I said, What are they doing to me? Are they supposed to do this kind of thing? <laughs> and they put that injection in my veins like that. I said, These people are good. <laughs> Who taught these people these things? <laughs> And you know, they gave me some medication. I, I felt better after some days. You see, but I didn't feel good because I didn't deal with it. After some years, it came again. You see, the devil will attack you. Amen. After some years, it came again. This time, I was more courageous. Amen. When I saw it, I ran to my room. Things was all over me, all over me. I started praying. Hallelujah. I started praying. It was painful. I started speaking in tongues. I started declaring, I command this thing to die. I command this thing to leave my body. I was on the floor. I 
kept speaking, kept speaking, kept speaking. My tongues changed. I didn't know the kind of tongues I was speaking. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I slept. And I woke up in the morning. It was gone. I said, yeah. I'm not going to any medication. Praise God. Not going to any medication. You see? So, you know, when you apply the word, apply the word. Amen. Even though you give up at one point in time, if something beats you, don't worry. Go and study the word. Amen. Go and become more courageous. So that next time that thing strikes you with the word, you overcome. Hallelujah. That's it. It doesn't matter what's in your body. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter. The Christian has the life of God. Amen. That life is inside you. In other words, your body has the ability to recover from any sickness, from any disease, from any demonic oppression. I'm telling you. Your body has the ability. You've got the ability to recover from anything. Train yourself in this direction. It will not, you've got to do it. It's something you have to desire. Amen. It's something you have to desire. Hallelujah. Are you still here? You've got to desire it. You've got to say, oh, from today, when this thing comes. Before, I used to have headaches almost every Sunday. Headaches. I must have headaches every Sunday. Every Sunday. I must have headaches. I said, no, no, no. I found the truth. Jesus Christ makes me free from headaches. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll stop it. And the thing stopped. Before any rainy season, I, I feel I fall sick. Before, if, I, if the rain beats me, you know, for lack of a better word, if the rain wets me, you know, and I'm draining the rain, I start shivering, you know. I get cold and no spend next day I'm sick. But I had to deal with it. I said, no more. I said, rain can no longer affect my body. Amen. And when I made up my mind, it was gone. Amen. Hallelujah. So believe in God's word concerning healing. Amen. Jesus Christ heals you. He makes you whole. Hallelujah. Believe it. Go to the word first. Amen. Go to the word first. Whenever something attacks your body, maybe it's a demonic attack attacking you in the night, attacking you somewhere. Don't get scared. Amen. Don't get scared of demon spirit. Let me tell you something. You are greater than them. Amen. The name of Jesus is above them. Don't get scared of demon spirit. It doesn't matter whether they attack you or whether they attack you. It doesn't matter. Amen. It says, be not afraid of them. Be not afraid. They attack you, you use the name of Jesus. You say, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That's it. Don't get scared. Don't trip for them. No, 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 don't trip. Don't start going, hey, hey, I was having this dream. In this dream, I saw this thing. This thing started. Uh-uh, no. Not you. Wake up in the morning. You see, this spirit that attacked me last night, in the name of Jesus, I command fire. You understand? 
You see, I break whatever you did in my life, whatever you planted in my life last night, I oppress it in the name of Jesus. I render it ineffective in the name of Jesus. Amen. That's how you do it. Don't, don't, don't wake up in the middle of the night and say, hey, hey, what kind of dream is this? Oh, oh, no, you are tripping. Don't trip. <laughs> wake up in the night. Say, hey. All right. Let me wake up in the morning first. Wake up in the morning, laugh. First laugh. You understand? The Bible says, he that sits in heaven shall laugh. You just laugh. <laughs> Devil, you attacked me last night. <laughs> you just start laughing. You attacked me last night. <laughs> then you roar. In the name of, I destroy that demon spirit. I destroy you. See, use the name, I destroy whatever you did, whatever you did last night, whatever you did to me, I destroy it in the name of Jesus. I got everlasting protection. Nothing shall my enemies hurt me. Don't forget about it. Don't start thinking about it. If you, that's, if you, keep, if you keep in your mind and you're still worried about it, that's not faith. You see, once you say it, forget about it. You've said it already. You've released the sword of the Spirit. Amen. You release the sword of the Spirit. Some people shout, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. No. He didn't say shout, blood of Jesus. He says, use my name. I said, you know, praise the Lord. I said, we have two tools. The Word of God and the name of Jesus. Amen. The blood, of, the, the Word of God and the name of Jesus. Now, now, there's something that is very difficult to deal with. This is because a lot of men of God still use it when they minister. Say, blood of Jesus. Uh, personally, uh, I don't use that term because the blood, the blood, is very sacred. Amen. From Genesis to Revelation, when the Bible talks about the blood of Jesus. But when the Bible talks about the blood, it's not a, a tool that the Lord gives us, either in the Old Testament or in the New Testament. Amen. Hallelujah. And if you read the Apostles, if you read the New Testament letters, the blood of, and come to understand what the blood of Jesus is, the blood, I said Jesus Christ took his blood to heaven. Amen. That, let me give you this. Old Testament, when they kill the lamb, the priest kills the lamb once a year, the sin sacrifice, and he would take the blood and go to the holy, the holiest place, which is the most holy place, and go into the inner chamber and pour it on the mercy seat that was given to them in the Old Testament. Amen. No other person but the priest takes that blood. Even the other priests, they don't touch the blood. Only the high priest has access to minister the blood. Only the high priest has the right to minister the blood. Amen. Now, the Bible says Jesus Christ is the high priest of the New Testament. Amen. And he took that blood when he rose from the dead. He took the blood to heaven. Amen. He took the blood to heaven and poured it in that mercy seat in heaven. The blood is for our remission of sins. 
It's not a tool to fight the enemy. The tool he gave us to fight the enemy or to use is the name of Jesus and the Word of God. But you see, because a lot of people, a lot of men of God, still use the blood and they say the blood, you know, someone say, I'm covered this place with the blood of Jesus. <laughs> the truth is, you do not have the right to cover that place to the blood of Jesus. Only the high priest. Only the high priest. This is spiritual education. It's something you need to understand. Only the high priest has access to the blood of Jesus. Only the high priest, which is Jesus Christ, can minister it. And he already ministered it. It's in heaven. Amen. It's in heaven. It's in heaven. So I say, what are you saying? Are you saying we are not covered? When I teach on the blood, I will help you to understand. I'll show you from scriptures. So that you can understand this. Amen. It's a doctrine that it's even a lot of people I respect use it. But uh, I, I, I know a few people that don't use it. Uh, two people I know don't use it. Pastor Chris Oyakilomet doesn't use it. And Pastor OJ Oiwere, he doesn't use it. It's the second person I saw taught it. And I said, yeah, that's confirmation. And I studied it. And I see that that's, that's not the way to pray. Amen. Amen. Now because somebody is doing something, those, and many people are doing it or using it, doesn't make it right. Amen. Doesn't make it right. I've taught my mom. <laughs> I've tried to, it's very difficult. I've tried to correct my mom. And for where? <laughs> because... <laughs> Other people should go to thesis it. So who is this small boy? Let's <laughs> talk Praise God. Amen. So you see, uh, the blood is for forgiveness of sins. Amen. It's for remission of sins. It's for the uh, forgiveness. Hallelujah. What he gave us to use is his name. Amen. His name and his word. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you understand this? So the name and his word. Speak that word of God concerning that situation. Use the name of Jesus. Use the name of Jesus. In any situation you want to change. You want to protect somebody. Say you are protected in the name of Jesus. I keep you in his name. Hallelujah. Amen. I keep you in his name. It's the name that he gave us to use. Amen. And it's something you need to understand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. Maybe there's something in your body. Maybe there's, a, there's an attack. You get a frequent attack from demon spirits. Doesn't matter. Let me tell you something. You have the name of Jesus. Amen. And with that name, you can overcome. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So don't cower. Don't, don't cry. Don't say, I don't know why this is happening to me. I don't know why this is happening to me. No. Why are these? Am I the only person? Why are these witches and wizards? Why are they attacking me? Why won't they attack you? You're a Christian. <laughs> and you got a great, uh, bright future. Amen. You got a bright future. So don't get scared. Use the name of Jesus. You're bigger than them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we're out of time.
Go ahead, talk to God. Talk to God. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe He died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept Him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen. God wants to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God Himself has, is the life that makes Him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God.